Welcome to Humor Resources, where HR gets funny. With the help of comedians, our HR pros, Leilani and Chrissy, are going to bring you all the crazy things that happen in the workplace. This isn't rulesy HR, this is fun HR. Humor Resources, because HR is funny. So we're really excited to have you on our podcast, Eric. Thank you so much for coming. Um, this is Eric Neem. He is the cash flow doctor. Eric loves helping business owners reduce their financial anxiety and increase their wealth through straightforward tax strategy and holistic tools like breathwork and meditation. And he is also an avid crypto investor and enthusiast. Um, and then, yeah, triggering on dope. How do you even say it? That's how much I know about crypto. You, it depends on who you, who you take advice from. If you do, um, what's the say, Mark Cuban, it's Dogecoin. If you do, uh, what is it? Everyone else is Dogecoin. No, there's, there's a YouTuber that calls it doggy coin. Who would have called it doggy? Cause it has a dog on it <laughs> or like a dog, you know, like this is my dog. <laughs> Love that. Totally. Yeah. Um, so Angel and I every morning have a discussion about how his crypto is doing. And then um, I just recently found out that my portfolio is like increasing like crazy. And with my crypto strategy, which is buy coins that have funny names, um, that's how I make money. I'm sure that's not how you're supposed to do it, but that's how it's working out for me. I did not buy the dog one though. I mean, it can be it's a probably for valid. the best. <laughs> I mean, it can be a completely valid strategy right now, like in, in the crypto in the crypto world, because I've been investing since 2017. We're in what we call alt season. So there's first Bitcoin dominance when Bitcoin is going crazy, which it was earlier in the year. And then Ethereum dominance, which it's been at we were at like all time highs right now, like forty one hundred bucks. And then as we as we tail down on Ethereum's like overheatedness, then it's going to get into alt season. Alt season is basically all the other small cap coins that aren't in the top, the top 10, the top 25, and they're all going to start popping. So even with your investment strategy of like picking coins that have cool names in it, I mean, that could legitimately be a valid strategy, which is kind of hilarious, but it, it works. Pancake swap, OMG, sushi, something or another. Um, I bought Cello because I thought it was Cielo, like he heaven, and that one's doing really well. So, um, yeah. There's I don't... a unicorn one that's called One Inch. Yeah, yeah if you're, <laughs> if you like One Inch stuff, then that might be your coin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Get three of those puppies and you got a... Three, three inches. A three, yeah. <laughs> three, three inches is better than one, but you know, I digress. I just digressed. I digressed <laughs> on digressing. So there's that. <laughs> so I have a question, and hopefully someone can explain this. I is it is Ethereum like a different option for cryptocurrency? Like there's a Bitcoin, and then there's Ethereum, and not Ethereum is the platform or the system in which it runs on? Yeah, good question. So when you're looking at cryptocurrency, the, the fundamentals of cryptocurrency is everything is running on what we call a blockchain system. Mm -hmm. It's a different, like basically technology platform that allows all of these things to interoperate and to, to work. So when most folks think about cryptocurrency, the big two are Bitcoin and Ethereum. So Bitcoin is typically known for as just a store of value where it's like almost like digital gold. There's no real actual functionality behind it besides the fact that it's store of value. Whereas Ethereum, what's really unique about it is it's almost like an operating system that other things can be built upon. So think of Ethereum almost like a Microsoft Windows or a JavaScript or some sort of programming language that mm -hmm. other things can be built upon. So Ethereum is kind of like the base layer and then there's a lot of other apps like AAVE in the DeFi space or SNX in the DeFi space. Like all these other coins are built on the technology of Ethereum. So okay. Ethereum is kind of like the building block. Like think of it like the Legos or the bricks. And then everything else is like you're building the house utilizing the bricks, which are Ethereum. Okay. That answers that. Let me second question for you is... 
and, and I'm hoping someone can explain this because Angel and I have, my brother has the dog coin as I'll call it. Um, and he's like, oh my God, this is like going up like crazy. My question is, I, my brain understands that in theory, the principle that the dollar is based off the value of gold and you go to a bank and the, you know you give them a certain amount and you get a certain amount and, and so there's a structure to it. So if I take my dollars and I buy Bitcoin and it goes up, what is it? Is it solely just valued at, I guess, public demand saying that this is valuable or does it have a tangible good that it's tied to like housing or real estate so it can justify I guess the climb or the decline and so when you go to sell you kind of know what you're gonna get like a stuff does that make sense am I phrasing the question correctly yes so that's a really good question and at the end of the day like all currency regardless if it's bitcoin ethereum us dollars chinese yuan everything is faith-based like a dollar is really just a piece of cotton, right? And back in the day, it was a piece of gold. And what's what's really is gold? Gold is just a shiny rock that we determined that it should be valuable. So it's, it's faith-based. Now, when you're looking at Bitcoin or Ethereum or the value of, of doggy coin, Dogecoin, right? It's all very <laughs> faith-based right now. Like they, people have the faith that it's going to produce something in the future, So a lot of institutions are buying Bitcoin because there's this investor sentiment that believes that it is valued at almost $60,000 per coin, just like the US dollar. It's, it's faith-based that, because we're not, we're no longer asset backed in the US dollar. We, we went off the gold standard decades ago. Right. So really right now the US dollar is faith-based. And the reason why it's so strong is because we have a strong military. It's a fraction reserve currency used around the world. And, uh, we are trading oil on the petrodollar. So that's why the, the US dollar is so strong. So when you, when you take that same parallel over to cryptocurrency, everything right now is faith-based. Like Dogecoin has no real tangible usable function. I mean, there are companies like Elon Musk and they're, you know, the Mavericks, which Tesla are planning for a Bitcoin. Use, yeah, that they are planning to utilize Dogecoin as a transactional currency. So that that does cause this investor sentiment to be like, oh, this might be worth something someday, right? And they, and Bitcoin is being used by a lot of corporations to be used as a balance sheet asset, as a store of cash, because they're seeing their, their cash value because of inflation decrease in value, that Bitcoin is constantly growing. So they're just using it as a way to preserve or hedge the decline of the US dollar. But at the end of the day, like, the reality, Chrissy, is is all of the currencies, all of these things are really faith-based things. Now, can there be an underlying technology? Can there be an underlying asset associated with it? Absolutely. But for the most part, a lot of these are very faith-based. Cool. This is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think we should get into our story um, we have for the week. Chrissy, what is it? Um, it's we're, we're deeming it crypto takes the backseat. So it comes from marketwatch.com to the moneyest column where a writer writes in and says, dear Quentin, I did some business development work for a tech company on a contract basis. The CEO stated that I would be paid in crypto when I started the work in spring of 2020. He added a clause to the contract stating the company may elect to pay in U.S. dollars. I struck out that part of the contract because if I was going to risk getting paid in crypto and the prices all of a sudden appreciated, I didn't want the company to revert to paying me in US dollars. In August of 2020, I received payment for the contract work in cryptocurrency. Since then, the prices of cryptocurrency have skyrocketed. As of this moment, the crypto that I received payment in has gone up 700%. Today, I received an email from the CEO stating something along the lines of, since you did not generate any revenue for the company and are not currently doing any follow-up work, please send back all of the crypto received in August of 2020. You can invoice the company for the hours worked in U.S. dollars. So basically stating that I can invoice in U.S. dollars at seven times less than what the crypto is worth today. Please note 
There have been several other people trying to sell the company solutions. It is a startup, and so far they are still trying to generate their first dollar in sales. The purpose of the contract was to generate sales and it included a commission component, but the understanding was that I would bill hourly for cold calling and emailing people, generating proposals, setting up meetings, participating in leading pitches with the goal of generating revenue. I'm not really sure what to do. I have worked for this person for many years and he has a tendency to try to change the terms of payment after agreeing on a certain way of operating. What do you think is a fair solution? Should I return some of the cryptocurrency for hours worked? What should I tell this employer? Signed, Crypto Confused. <laughs> I mean, it seems pretty cut and dry, right? There's a business agreement, a business contract that was signed. He received payment in legal tender in cryptocurrency. He received that payment valued at the time of what his services were worth. And it just so happens to be that appreciated in value, like over the course of time, like the, that company has no recourse. Like they just got a, well, it would be <laughs> like if I, you know, wanted to pay someone in 700 lotto tickets. Right. And they're all like a dollar <laughs> exactly. and then they win the lotto. And I'm like, well, you gave me my money back. Right. <laughs> I feel first off, I feel like it's a hundred percent a breach of contract because you agreed that these were the terms of this is how you're going to be paid. Had you given someone a plot of land and say, I'm going to give you this land for your work. And they say, great. And then some building developer comes and is like, hey, I want to buy it. And now that land that you couldn't move a week ago is suddenly worth $350,000. Too bad, so sad. Because that was the agreement. My other question is, from a legal standpoint, right? Like if you, when you pay in a contractor, you give them a 1099, you have to say how much it is. So now that it's escalated, you're then rewriting all of it and saying it's going back because what if it had decreased in value? Now you're paying the employee less than potentially minimum wage. And so if they came back to you and said, oh, hey, this decreased, now you need to pay me the difference. Is that business going to do it? No. No. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't even understand any of this on any level. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of happening in the, in the market right now is a lot of folks are seeing this rapid appreciation of like, unfathomable like returns on investment there's a coin that just popped yesterday shiba coin s-h-i-b and uh and these are all based on cute dogs right Why? This, this one popped like 800 percent. so if you let's say you put a thousand bucks into it like a week ago you'd be at if you put a thousand bucks you'd be at eight thousand bucks today there's another one that i just picked up called uh corgi in and again it's just these these cute meme dogs this is and, my kind of crypto so here, here's so I, I know leilani's got the investment strategy of cool names i'm like in the investment strategy now like cool puppies <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this the same thing right like if it, if it pops in value I mean, the reality is, is most cryptocurrency right now, a lot of it. Now, there are some that are very strong, fundamentally, like really good companies and great projects. But a lot of the market is purely speculation, purely gambling. Let's be totally real here. So same, same thing, like as, as Chrissy brought up, like if that company paid this person in, let's just call it PooCoin, because I don't know if there's a PG rated show or not. Let's just call it PooCoin. You could do you know, all kinds of stuff here. I mean, <laughs> all right, I do. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and it, it, it totally collapsed in value, like that freelancer would have been stuck with like a collapsed coin. And he was the one that he struck out in the contract that he just wanted to be paid in cryptocurrency. He provided his services. They paid him the for the services. And he took the risk, the contractor took the risk because if the coin would appreciate or completely plummet in value. Right. Right. And like, since it's now transferred to his wallet, cryptocurrency is not like, traditional finance or whatever he could do like a charge back on a credit card or something like that the money is his like he could, he could walk away and, and invest it in the next the next doggy coin <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor have a crazy work situation you aren't sure how to handle 
Employees eating potatoes sexually at work? Underground fight club happening? Request for a horse therapy animal in the office? If so, Be The Change HR is your resource where you can ask any HR question you like, even the non-HR ones if you want, and be provided with the tools and resources you need to feel peace of mind. Visit BeTheChangeHR.org or call us at 949-220-2351 and sign up for your complimentary 30-minute consult to answer your HR questions. We promise we're fun to talk to. And by the way, the stories mentioned before are real. And now back to our show <laughs> so i did some quick maths um so if this was back in august right chrissy yeah um so let's say he bought doggy coin or doja coin doge coin however you want to say it um back in august it was valued at zero point zero zero three cents and let's say he was a regular um operations manager his yearly salary according to the bureau of labor statistics it would have been eighty nine thousand dollars right so if he were to get paid $89,000 worth of doge, doggy coins, that would have translated a little over 29 million do, doge coins, right? And right now, each doge coin is worth 55 cents or it might be less. It might be tanking right now as we speak. It's about 50 cents. That yeah. is crazy, <laughs> right? 29 so, million coins. So what was that? $14 yeah. million. Dollars. <laughs> Yeah, and then let's go back, right? Let's say he did Ethereum. Ethereum, and at in August of 2020, it was around $433. Um, that would have equated $89,000 with, again, the yearly salary would have equated to 205 Ethereum. Currently, it's valued at 4,157. And today, that would, the 205 Ethereum would have translated to eight hundred and fifty two thousand dollars that is crazy that is crazy i wish i was so much smarter with money legitimately i wish i was smarter with money because i see this and go that's just a bravo on doing the fast math and i love the statistics (laughs) and dropping that knowledge sad for me that i'm not that smart with money you don't have to be Chrissy. I'm telling you over the weekend, my portfolio shot up $400. I, okay. I, math in my head, math in my head. That is an increase of, of like almost 30% over the weekend. Um, and I don't even know why you could take our, like, just get coins that have puppy names. Boom. <laughs> I totally could. But here's the thing where he, where Eric says that it's a gamble. I am the type that goes to Vegas and has my $20 and puts it in the machine and I get down to 15 and I am in a full sweat. I get back to like $22 and I am cashing out because I'm like, I won, I have $2. (laughs) So I think I need to tweak the money mindset of it will come back to me or that money is, what do they call it? That money is a um, renewable resource. Yeah, it's like an energy or it's just like the source like power that you don't actually have to think of it as like a tangible thing and it will find its way to you but yeah holy christmas so i like was, you, you i think that's such a good money. gamble though like yeah. if you have some money you're willing to gamble i think that's fine right like if you're gonna go to vegas <laughs> you, just throw that, <laughs> you just throw that in something that might be crazy right so something dumb like what what's another one like another shit coin um do they have like I, a terrier like really cute yet. terrier not yet my son and i actually want to start a, a coin made of cute cats called something like about scottish fold or something <laughs> I, i'm i'm all for it man as soon as you release that let me know i'll hype it up and then we'll perfect <laughs> yeah so so chrissy i think what you bring up is a really valid point that a lot of folks have a concern about and you know, there. when you look at it, that's why a lot of folks, when they look at investing, they look at creating portfolio allocations. So portfolio allocations help you basically create your overall investments based upon your risk tolerance. So if you're not somebody that as risky, you would have a low risk tolerance. You would have less money in speculation. If you're a little bit more on the risky side, you have more in speculation, right? So an idea might be, let's say, for example, you wanted to allocate, let's just say, I'm just going to use super rough numbers. Let's say you made $50,000 a year and you're like, I want to save 10% this year. So that means five grand that year is going to be allocated towards savings and investing. 
And let's say, for example, you weren't somebody who was super risky. So maybe you would only allocate 10% of that overall investment portfolio to speculative weird doggy coins. And then the remaining 90% would go into solid foundational stuff, maybe like large cap US stocks, some large cap cryptos and stuff like that. But now you know you have 500 bucks that double or nothing, they could, they could dedicate to sad cat coin or something like that or poop coin or whatever. And then you'd be totally okay with it. Because the challenge a lot of folks have is when they invest, they get too emotionally tied into things or they overcommit because they have what they call survivorship bias. Survivorship bias is basically when you hear everyone that talks about all the good stuff, but not the bad stuff. Oh, this one kid put a thousand bucks in this coin. Now he's a millionaire. And it causes folks to take risks that are way above what they should be taking. But as long as you build like a little con- like a container around what you can invest or speculate, and you just stick within that model and you don't do things emotionally, um, I think that's probably the best way of like utilizing and being able to capture the gains of the market without taking risks that would just drive you crazy. Because the cryptocurrency market, the reality is very roller coaster like If you get too emotionally tied to it, it's going to give you so much heartache and anxiety. They're like, I'm done. I'm out of this, you know? <laughs> or you just invest in cute puppy coins like like I like. <laughs> I needed to be hidden. So I needed to be high investor person who's telling me what to do. And I never see it come out of my paycheck. So it never even comes to me. It's just like mythical money in, in my brain. This is how it has to be segregated. And then you do what you need to do and give me like an end of year recap and say, Hey, here's all the gains. I got you. Sweet. I will up some more money next year. I, I can't, my brain can't handle the up and down and the, and the rot. And I know it's a long-term game. I just, I need it to be done behind the scenes by some magic wizard. I think like we should somehow figure out if it doesn't exist already, how to set up something similar to a 401k, but instead of it going into the market, whatever account thing in bajiggies it goes into, it just goes to angel and then angel can stress over the weekend about putting it into sad cat or shitcoin or whatever, like fun. I would hundred percent buy shitcoin by the way. Cause I think <laughs> because you can yell and be like, God damn it. This shit is doing so good. Or God damn it. This shit is killing me. <laughs> oh my God. About it, no, all that... the time, it would be amazing. You hear stories where people do that kind of Chrissy, where they, they put their, their Ethereum or something in a hard wallet. They lose the flash drive. They find it like a year later and then they, they're, they're up thousands of dollars. It's crazy. I have that right now. I have a computer in storage. It's Snowflake. It's my previous Mac. It has a hard wallet on it. Oh, shoot. And I think it had Ethereum. It had like $11 in Ethereum, go. but it had $11 in Ethereum from years ago. I might be a millionaire. You probably are. Oh, shit. I should figure out how to get on. Anyways, <laughs> that, that, I, I, like, that, that is very true. It's actually not even my Mac. It's the, the one before that. It's this thick HP something or another. Anyway, I have a hard wallet I can't get into right now. So, so the question for you guys. So have you guys ever been offered to be paid in like something other than dollars? Eric says, yeah, Eric, <laughs> what have you been offered to pay in? So I actually was, that was a I cheeky was, smirk too. I don't, I don't know what to expect from that. I was actually paid. Um, I actually do accept crypto for the services I do. And I was just recently paid in Binance smart coin BNB for some, uh, some tax work that I did for a client. And so that's becoming more common. And so a lot of folks now are like, okay, how do I, as a, as a contractor, as a business owner, accept crypto as payment. And so there's a couple of different ways to do that. So with this particular client, I just gave him my wallet address. I use an Exodus wallet on my home computer and I just gave my address and say, send the payment here. And it was like $1,700 of US dollars for the work that was rendered. He sent me over the coin. It was three and a half of these coins and it's now worth like 2,800 bucks like a couple weeks later. So I actually made money on it, which is cool. Um, but there's also different payment processors. Like I think BitPay is one of them and another you could do through Coinbase uh, payment processing where you as a business client can, if they swipe a credit card, could be converted into cryptocurrency or they could just go straight from their smart uh, Coinbase wallet to pay you 
out of that Coinbase wallet. So there are different ways to do that. And obviously there's the same inherent risk, like that contractor got paid. You can have the possibility of the money going up or you can have the possibility of the money going down. As long as you're okay with that risk, then you can take crypto as a payment. I think that brings us to our question that we do with all of our guests. And that's, if you know, you can pick a part, any part that you want. And then like a, what would you do? So you could be the person getting paid that's made 700% on that. You could be the person that is paying or you could be a bystander or whatever one, what would you do? Well, I, first of all, I'm always happy to take crypto as, as payment. Uh, <laughs> some clients, they, they're happy to pay crypto as payment because number one, they have a very small basis in the coin. Like my client that paid me in BNB, like his basis was $60 a token. So in his mind, he's like, I only actually paid Eric $200 for almost $2,000 worth of services, even though there is that taxable ramification just in his mind is like, that's all I had out of pocket to pay for this. So everyone's, everyone's idea is a little bit different. It's like the same thing, like the NFT market. Like there's a lot of people paying crazy Ethereum for pieces of art. But then when you think about it, they might've bought Ethereum when it was only hundred dollars a coin um, or $50 a coin or 10 cents a coin where to them, this $69 million piece of art really only cost them, I don't know, $5,000 if they got it super early. So as, as a business owner, I am more than happy to take crypto as payment. As a, as a consumer, I think that's, there's some lost in translation part because there's a tax implication every time something gets sold. So I probably won't spend money in crypto not as of yet until they clear, clean up that whole process. Um, but I don't know if they answered the question. Yeah. You put it in your Gucci wallet. Yes. I should put a Gucci, like a Gucci logo on my treasure wallet. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, we, we love having you on our podcast. Um, where can people find you? Anything specific you want to let everyone know about? Yeah, so I, uh, folks could easily find me on Instagram. It's at the cash flow doctor. Um, I did launch a YouTube channel recently that talks all about cryptocurrency, about the taxes of crypto and investing in crypto and, and just like money and money mindset in general. Um, if they go to my Instagram profile, they could click on the link in my bio because it's a long, a long name. Or they could look up dynamic Eric on YouTube and be able to find me as well. Um, that's probably the two best places to find me and, and start a conversation with me. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We greatly appreciate it, Eric. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank Aww. you, Eric. So the reason why I asked if you guys ever been paid in something other than crypto or not crypto dollars, I've been, I've been paid. Have you guys seen that? I think it's like Trident or Orbit commercial. It's like, can I pay you in gum? It's like a super old commercial. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Please no? tell me someone really tried paying you in gum. Okay, no, no, no. So here's the thing, right? So a few, like maybe when I was still in high school, right? A couple years like ago, um, our neighbor our, asked us to cut down a tree. And those trees are huge. Like those, those trees that grow in the thing, right? Me and my dad were like, okay, they're going to pay us. It's going to be like a thousand bucks or something. Because that's a lot of work trying to unroot the tree and make sure it doesn't fall in anyone's house um so we had to so even then we spent some of our own money we have we bought a chainsaw because we we're like oh we're gonna get some of the money back um my dad bought a chainsaw everything we started cutting the tree down and then when we finally finished the thing our neighbor like disappeared off the face of the map she didn't come out her house for like a whole like two three months and we're like um are we gonna get paid she's like oh thank you oh i'm gonna go to the bank and i'll pay you guys right i'm just like okay we didn't see her for we didn't see her go outside for like the last two months or anything and she's like, what the heck? And then it turns out like she decided to come back to our house and she brought us a bowl of cookies here. Thank you guys for cutting the tree. It's just like. I've only been paid that way for helping people move, but it's like a known thing when you're going into it of like, hey, you want to help me move? There's like beer and pizza and ice cream or whatever like for the help. And that's like a normal, like, I got you, like, I'll help you out. And then you come help me out because at some point everybody's going to move. Right. But no one's cutting down trees for like, that's insane. Here's an oatmeal raisin cookie. Thanks for taking down my foot palm tree. 
funny enough they were oh uh, they were raisin cookies and i don't know many people that like raisin cookies <laughs> shitty cookies out of all the baked oatmeal raisin because i hate them <laughs> yeah. i so no either either i do stuff fully for free and i that's it right or it's full price there's like for me there's no in between um either you pay full price or i'm not gonna get any resentment behind it so i'm just gonna do it for free. except I have one exception, my sports medicine doctor, because I hurt myself all the time and that shit's expensive to try to fix my body. So he is the only one I trade with. And even then, you know, um, there's still a, a money exchange going on there. So, um, no, but <laughs> when you first asked the question, I was like, what kind of question is this? I totally thought sexual favors. And I was like, where are we going? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, there's jokes with like a significant other or that, but that's something different. Okay. I'm going to go through my portfolio right now in crypto and, and, and okay. I bought stellar lumens because it's a beautiful logo. You have that one, right? Angel. Yeah. They, they have a really cool logo. Chrissy. Uh, if you're not on Coinbase, look them up. The, the not, coins. I don't know how to do it. I need someone to like, just like I need a stupid tutorial for clubhouse. I need like a, crypto current what's our name of our um person leilani is it brad uh 401k guy uh-huh does he yeah. know how to he might be able know. to do crypto i'm not sure but here here's what else i have orchid i like flowers cartesi sounds like mafia stuff uh cosmos uh, balancer because the icon is a cairn cairns are the little rocks that mark trails and mm-hmm. i love that uh, engine coin made me laugh. OMG network also made me laugh. Cardano. Cause I have a friend who has a name that's similar. Um, numerary, numerary, I can't even say these ox sushi swap one inch because that makes <laughs> me laugh. Like, like there, <laughs> my crypto strategy is literally to buy stuff. I'm like, Oh, that's a cool name. I'll it just sounds buy like it. You, it sounds like you own like one of each coin or some of each coin. Mm-hmm. I just look, it pops up, but I'm like, let me look something. Uh, Curve DAO token. Oh, that sounds fun. Let me just get that. This is how my brain works. And I've made, oh, I just lost $20. That's also what's quite exciting about this thing. Yeah. Keeps, yeah. Um, and I was considering us to like accept cryptocurrency as payment. I just don't, I guess we'd have to take into consideration that it's, based on the value at the time that you pay right not later right so your rates would always be changing in the right because if say something's worth 50 cents and you're like hey for this service it's five thousand dollars typically so how do you get that in like the cryptocurrency of the 50 cents or if it's like hey that you know bitcoin is $60,000 for one coin, which P.S. the other day when I heard that you could actually buy a Tesla with a Bitcoin between one Bitcoin and like 2.63 or 3. Point is, it's something. But I was like, what, what's that Bitcoin worth? And now I'm, because I'm trying to evaluate and saying, okay, this model starts at like $35,000. So that must be one Bitcoin. And I was blown away with that. But to find out it's 60 but you would constantly have to be mathing to figure out the equivalent. You're, I'm already lost. Not, not, not really. Here's the thing: like you can, you can set like a like a sell order, or you can you can set like how much you want to you want to give to someone. If you want to give them like sixty dollars worth of of like Ethereum or something, you can just put like sixty dollars, and it will translate it for you. So it's like oh, you don't so have like to it do does Robin Hood kind of thing where you can do like partial. Yeah. Or is that Robinhood or is it? Yeah, the- well, there's a bunch of different things. There's like Robinhood, Coinbase. Um, there's like, uh, I think it's like eToro, I think. It's like another like crypto one. Um, the thing with Robinhood, though, is like people absolutely hate it because you don't actually own your coins. You can't trade it. You can only sell. Oh. Yeah. So if you want to own your coins, uh, Coinbase, I think, is a good one. That's the one I'm using. I'm so confused. So if I wanted to send someone Ethereum, I have to send them 
the amount of the coin, not the value of what it is at the moment, that it's the same thing, right? Yes. So it just depends on how you want to do it, because at that point, you're not doing the math. Like if you're sending me $60 worth of Ethereum, you just put in $60 and it'll like it'll auto it'll calculate it, calculate it for you. And based then like you'll send me price. Wait, where is it based on this? Yeah, price. Based on that price, it'll calculate me up. It'll give me a portion of your Ethereum. I really need to find that hard wallet. I'm not kidding. That is from years ago. And I had, I, the reason I brushed it aside, it was like $11 worth of it. Th- Cause that's like, it's $11. Like what, it's you know, like 500 bucks now or something. I can, I can buy a new pair. I'm not that I could carry it with me. Where would I put it? Never mind. I can't buy any lobster dinner. You or buy yourself the Ferragamo crocodile shoes or whatever we talked about many episodes ago that we were like, hey, Ferragamo, you can set those you, shoes. You could find your um, calm the fuck down spray. Yeah, I could find that. Ethereum. That's very true. Wow. I didn't even think about it. I have a hard wallet just sitting there. And the reason I can't get to it is because the computer's super slow. I packed it away though. Both computers, just these old computers. And I was like, well, I don't have time to destroy them right now. Cause I was going to take them out to like a, a gun range and just shoot them up, figure it out I can destroy them that way. Um, but I was like, well, there's no time for that. I can't just go in the backyard and do that. I'll get arrested. So they went into storage. And now I have a hard wallet and I'm a, I, I was thinking I was a millionaire, but thank you for doing the math for me, Angel. I have $500 now. So, oh, I didn't do the math. I guesstimated. But it have to be. If it's worth 4000 now and you had 11 You had $11. 11 Ethereum or $11? $11 Ethereum. Oh, okay. Can you imagine? I would, yeah, I'd be like... Y'all just run this company. I'm going to go on a year vacation. I'll see you later. Here's, here's the keys. <laughs> go back to Costa Rica. See ya. Yeah, right. No, I wouldn't do that. Actually, one of the things I've asked myself and I've been asked in the past, if you win the lottery, would you still do what you're doing today? And that's a yes. So I would still do it. We just have more money. Ethereum money. I don't know. How, how do you like throw money like in the club, but it's Bitcoin? What do you mean? You know, like you, like oh. the little gun <laughs> and the money shoots out of it. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's still to be determined how to do that. You could when we have money. holograms, you can throw little yeah. holograms at people. What would they say though? Like a rich bitch, and then what's the other? <laughs> <of it>? like, <laughs> as it as it like sparkles, I feel like I'd be good at making up co- so making up coin names. Um, I, I, I DJed in the past and everyone at the time had a stupid DJ name. So I decided I was going to have a name that was dumb and I had two different ones. I was going to choose from it. It ended up being thunder bunny, which I never shook when I actually started playing live venues. I was like, please put just Leilani. And they're like, no, we're putting Thunder Bunny. It's too funny. I was like, damn it, I shouldn't have picked a stupid name. But the other name, which would be a great coin name is Slap My Panda. (laughs) Trademarked right now or however you need to do that. (laughs) It is yours. (laughs) Day and time. (laughs) Right? We could have a coin called not HR approved. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what blockchain it would support, but right. You can leave that up to Eric and his son to figure out. That's true. That's true. I wonder if you can get paid just to create like crypto coin names. I would like I would like that as a side hustle, please. Somebody hire me. We can oh Fiverr. We can do like something similar to Fiverr. I accept in dollars we accept crypto, or we do nothing but crypto. Crypto names. Hmm. I will create your. They always start with the "I will create." Let's you guys it. notice? That? Oh, on Fiverr, I will create your cryptocurrency name. Hmm. Takesy backsies. How, how shady? Could you imagine if you're like someone paid you, and then your boss was like, mm, "Can I have that back?" Like well, you're I'm... not in second grade anymore. It's not a stuffed animal. Like. And their theory of, well, you're not working for us anymore. Well, no shit. If you hire a contractor to fix your kitchen and their contract is up, you don't call them up and be like, by the way, you owe me money back because you're still not here in my kitchen. Like the work is done. They did the work. That's it. 
Like you here's the thing, that guy back. He got paid. I did. We didn't get paid. I got paid in cookies, man. Like <laughs> that is a completely different thing. Like, is there anything mad- you would have accepted for taking down that tree? Like, if she had been like, "I'm gonna give you," I know, carne, carne asada. asada for like for- a year. For a year, anytime, I feel like I. you want, I will make you carne asada. But make it more like every Friday I'll make. For it a year, I think that would. <laughs> I don't want that every Friday. I want some. I want some variation in my food. It's like my favorite food because when I have it, it tastes really good, and I'm craving it. Uh it's like it's like them asking back for like the flour or asking me to pay them back because the price of flour shot up like three dollars when they made me the cookies it's like ah this guy's just shady that's a shady person when you ask for money back like either you 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 hire someone to do something you pay them that's how that's the transaction that is how that works right and on top of that i want to bring this up when all this is going down but he's probably an employee shouldn't be paid with a contract in crypto and i don't know anywhere this would be something fun to look up if employees can't even be paid in in Bitcoin. It, wait, I'm saying that wrong. Bitcoin in crypto. Right. right. How do you, so that was my point with like, for when they're a contractor, you have to give them a 1099. How do you value the crypto? So you it's, literally um, have to mark the day of when you paid them of what the rate was and then translate to a dollar amount for the 1099 for tax reasons. Like as if, you know, my the invoice is due on the first of the month, you pay the first of the month and then you just write in the contract, the, the value of Ethereum on the first of the month. Right. And then that's what yeah. you get. If like, you have more than one contractor, you have to do that if everyone isn't. So you're constantly looking and watching and in a day it can change. So do you have to go by the, clo- is there a closing? Like making it more complicated. I think it's just the value at the time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay attention I- to the rate. When you buy it, you get like a tax document. You're right. You're right on that. So give it a specific, gosh, I'd be so specific. The rate at 12 uh, p.m. Pacific time. (laughs) Right. Who the hell wants to do that? That's why I don't, the second question I wanted to ask Eric, we didn't have enough time is with this wallet thing I got going on. uh, Can I just pay someone to manage it? Like, I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time to go in. I made a worksheet over the weekend and I was like, this is too much work. I don't have time to see what's making money, what's not moving stuff around. You know, I should just have the, put it on your laptop and forget about it for eight years theory. Cause that's what I did with <laughs> the last wallet I had. Um, yeah. So. I saw this joke and it might not be as funny, but like people were saying like, you know how people are are having so much money with Bitcoin and all these other cryptocurrencies. The point the point of the cryptocurrency is to have it to be to replace or to be the digital form of currency, right? But some of these people are just hoarding their money and they're not they're not making profit of it because the point of like the moment they sell, they'll the moment they they exchange that cryptocurrency for actual USD or whatever currency that they're using, it, it'll like it'll defeat the whole purpose of the cryptocurrency because at that point it's just like well now instead of having this digital form of it now you exchanging that for the physical meaning that the di- that the digital version is not real or it's all made up and people get so triggered when just the thought of you saying i'm gonna sell my crypto just because they're like that the point of it is to store it for the future for when this is accepted internationally or globally or interstellarly whatever it is that they're they're planning on doing with it I totally get that because I mean, it, if if what Eric was saying is that it's a faith-based thing, that to me says that people are looking at it like, well, I'm going to take it and take my money, but put it into something that I believe in, which is the tangible dollar, because I don't necessarily see the future of this, but I'm going to take the money while I can and build up my real money over here. Does that make sense? But it's like, I'm not going to leave it in there. So if the US dollar starts devaluing and I've got all of this like shit ton of crypto, I'm going to be sitting pretty because I'm in the digital world and I have total money where everyone who's still keeping their money in US dollars 
is going to be decreasing their living and going, oh shit, now it's too late to get into crypto when I can't even afford to get in there. But I think it's the mindset of, oh, I can make some quick money here, but really the dollar still holds a value in this. You get taxed on it and stuff. You get penalties like you normally would on making a gain. So do you? Yeah, you do. You get taxed. Yeah, just like uh, any, any, Chrissy, anytime you make money, the government wants a piece. So this is no Uncle Sam is coming for you, Chrissy. Well, I'm, I don't, I I don't know that this part, is it when it transfers back into US dollars, Angel? Where's, where's Eric? Well, they tax, so uh, Eric would probably be the better person to ask. This is from what I've done on simple Google searches. Um, They tax cryptocurrency as property. Like it's part of your, it's like as a property or something like that. Um, I saw this on the Coinbase article. I might be wrong. Audience, please don't come after me. Uh, I'm his full like, name is just kidding. Don't <laughs> <laughs> like they charge you on property. And I think depending on like your, your tax bracket is the percentage they take. Like if depending on your tax bracket, let's say it's like 20% if you hold it, or it's like 25% if you hold it for a year and it's like 30% or more depending on your tax bracket. And for like less than a year, like it just increases the percentage they tax you on it. So then do they charge you for a capital gains versus just income tax? Oh, hell. Um, I, I, I think that's why it's a little confusing. Like, I'm not sure exactly. I think depending on when you, if you hold it, they charge you like property tax. And if you sell it, they give you capital gains tax. But I think like Biden just did like a thing where now it's like even more expensive for the capital gains tax. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't like capital gains. I'll tell you, I just went through it. I'm not a fan. We got to, yeah. that's why you, you have someone like Eric who can help you. And he's fantastic. Yeah, I, I need an Eric. Yeah. No, he's Dude. fantastic about his, his, all of his tutorials, his videos. He's also on TikTok. It's his first and last name, Eric Neem. Um, check the description to spell that. And um, it, it, he explains that and you could just, you know, well, you can hire him too. So that's, that's always helpful as well. But yeah, it's just a, it's crazy. It's he does crazy. it in his underwear too. He does. He, um, he has a whole montage of him dancing to a song. I'm an accountant because he does taxes and, and finance strategy as well. He's fantastic, but he also didn't have underwear, have pants on. He had underwear on. Let me, <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Poor Eric. <laughs> Can I pay you in videos? <laughs> I'm sure that will be the next thing. That's um that's that other uh platform. Cameo? OnlyFans. Only oh, OnlyFans. Yeah. What is OnlyFans? Oh, Chrissy, just th- watch the documentary <laughs> on Netflix or Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. You'll see. But it, essentially, you pay people to do stuff. Like, you think of it. Use your imagination, Chrissy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, in one of our prior episodes, I believe we talked about how you can pay people for like, you can order socks off of Amazon and they'll wear them and then you can get their like dirty socks. So in theory, this is just like a lifetime. I say, I want this and that person writes back and says, sure, I'll do that for this much money. I have no experience um, and I'm being honest. So, but I, I know it's a, it's a paid platform and there are levels of payment because of the documentary, I know this, you, levels of payment and all kinds of stuff you can you know yeah i think it's like one of those things where it's like a subscription base like if you donate like ten dollars you get like a feet picture and then if you donate twenty dollars you get uh you get what you pay for i guess oh so you can get the hmm. i don't i mean <laughs> you, i'm yes you can you know wow. i don't i don't i don't people gotta hustle to make their money so uh, you know, and and if, you still get taxed on it, I'm sure. So there's yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm gonna say, man, if I had a a great bod, I'd totally be on OnlyFans. Just saying, like the money that you can make is crazy. Not, I mean, oh, it's so crazy. Like you see the people come up with like, 
it sounds like I'm all like about money. But it's not true, but money is nice. It supports your hobbies. Like you can go out and about do stuff like that, right? With the hobby money, OnlyFans brings in so much income to some of these people. It's insane. So, in theory, I could me. So not like I'm a reality TV star or, or people actually have like I could just start my own OnlyFans and then. You could have an OnlyFans uh, watch Chrissy work, watch Chrissy do HR things and literally just have a camera on you and you just do this and you pick up the phone and you say hr things and people could be into people are into all kinds <laughs> what? of stuff. You can do that. I thought that was, that was Twitch. Twitch is, a, Twitch is like you do every, like you go about your regular day and people donate money to, to you. I thought OnlyFans was like purely pl- uh, pleasure no. No, because so it's like artists. the Truman Show, but just a paid prescription or subscription, not prescription. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Isn't the Truman Show that movie where he had cameras following him? Yep. Oh, I love money. I've been poor. Having money is a lot nicer. <laughs> I think, I think what, what Eric was suggesting about the percentage of putting that away and putting it into crypto is a good suggestion. And then you have um, Angel, you just give it to Angel and tell him put it in some, you know, here's my account, put yeah. $10 into yeah. Sushi Swap. No, I just play around with the money. Cute dog. 100 bucks. Yeah. The cute dog, um, I think that's a great strategy. Just anything that has a dog on it, boom. I mean, you would have made a lot of money if you did the dog coin. So it's not wrong. No, I'm all for it. I feel, you know, I'm called to puppies. So I think this will actually be my strategy going forward. Mm-hmm. All Those about the dog. Shiba Inu. That's the new one, right? I got to look that up. Leilani and Chrissy will be back next week with more humor resources, sending you all positive vibes and wishing you a great week ahead. Don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, or review on your favorite podcast app. Follow at Be The Change HR for more fun HR content. Here's the stuff our lawyers want y'all to know. Are you having HR issues and need legal guidance? If so, you're in the wrong place. Be The Change HR is not a law firm, and the participants of this podcast, who may or may not be lawyers, are simply expressing their views or opinions. All discussions on this podcast are purely for educational purposes and not meant to create any client relationship. If you need a lawyer, our best non-legal legal advice is to speak with a lawyer privately about your situation.